You're listening to an Amplify podcast. We're going to be talking a little bit about uh, a very particular saying that I found quite interesting. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Do you? Uh, it's it's quite relatable in many cases. Uh, like practice makes perfect, and stuff like that. Yeah, ah, uh, depends what I'm talking. Like depends what you're talking about, because like, you, th- yeah, sitting in front of like the television like all night, like what I do, um, it's probably not good for me and probably doesn't make me stronger but it doesn't well, kill me well it, it depends uh it depends on what you mean by stronger it can make you mentally stronger physically stronger um there's another thing that i sh- that i'm not going to mention um yeah <laughs> yeah but then uh one of the things about that saying is the fact that you can take it to so many levels as in just list a bunch of things that don't kill you for example, eating. Eating makes you stronger. Using your phone doesn't strong, uh, makes you stronger. Holding something makes you stronger. Uh, well, if you think about it in both physical and mental strength, it actually does. Yeah. Um, but uh, what about something else? Ants make you stronger. <laughs> Running makes you stronger. Running does make you stronger. Um... Ah, oh, gosh. Headbanging makes you stronger. It does. It does. It, it like it explains your ridiculously large neck muscles compared to exactly, your arms. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> ah, oh, gosh. Uh, that reminds me a bit about um, last week's show. <laughs> it, imagine if someone walked up to you and said, you have a beautiful neck. Oh, yeah. It's, I don't know, because no one has never said that to me. You just used a double negative. No one has never said something like that to you. Uh, so does that mean someone has, or does it mean you just slipped? No, I just slipped. No okay, one has okay. said it to me. Ah, uh, what would your reaction be if someone actually did say you have beautiful, you have a beautiful neck, or you have beautiful neck muscles? I'd say thank you. Ah, I'd probably in my mind I'll be like, what? Why? <laughs> How? But they're like. I'd be like, thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, if I had someone say to me that I have beautiful neck muscles, uh, I can't say that I would do the same. I would mostly be confused, but I would probably say something like, like, thank you, I guess? Yeah. Like, it's a weird thing to say. But yeah. if, if you consider things, wouldn't it be also weird to say, uh, you have a nice hairstyle? Because, uh. like, you can easily compare the two in a way that is the fact that it's just a compliment and it's giving a positive opinion on something, right? Yeah. Well, I'd say thank you to whoever liked my hairstyle. Yeah, so would I. Mm. Well, although uh, my mum did my hair and, uh, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Thank you, mum. I do appreciate it. Um, I was going to get a haircut in the city but uh, I couldn't exactly afford it. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'd never want a haircut. <laughs> uh, you've got a sort of bowl haircut, don't you? No, I don't, but I'm just, like, I want to grow it. But every time it gets to that length, which means it's almost going to grow out, then my mum says I have to get a haircut. Oh. And what, what's your favourite haircut uh, that you have had, personally? I don't know. 
Don't know. Ah, my favorite haircut is the same as my profile picture on LinkedIn. Uh, so actually, if anyone is wondering, search Richard Schrez on LinkedIn and uh, try the the young handsome bloke with the sort of pointy hairstyle. Uh, I really want a job. Please hire me. Um, <laughs> hey, I. I'm not even in a job. I've never had a job. I just do volunteering. I've never had a job either, apart from peeling leaks, which is the family business. Yeah, I, I can't least, stand that. At least you got. At least you had a job. Yeah, good point. Well, I still have it. I can, but it is painfully boring. It is the most uh, repetitive hey, job you, ever. Hey, you could work in an office. That's even more repetitive and even no, it's more not boring. A, it's not, no, it's, it's seriously not as repetitive. It has a few small variations, but yes, it would be very boring, yeah. but not as repetitive. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because you, you can say something like, walk into the club like, hey, here's my resume. Please hire me. This is where our special guest comes into play. Say, please give a warm welcome to Emily. Hi, great to be on the show. Ah, good. Uh, now, Emily is a friend of mine who knows a lot about cosplaying and does cosplaying. And I wish I could cosplay, but I can't because... Uh, well, why not? Well, it's, it's because I, I just don't really get the time to make a suit or the resources to make a suit either. Oh, yeah, Cosplay is for true. everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite part about cosplay, Emily? Um, well, it's hard to pick just one. What I love most, though, I'd have to say, is going to conventions, meeting people with similar interests and being recognised, having having uh, people appreciate the time and effort that went into your costume. Yeah, I think that would be nice, though. Having yeah. someone actually come up to you and say, hey, you made that. That is brilliant. Like, I would love to someone... I would love someone to say that about some of my creations. Yeah, that's how exactly how I feel when someone says to me, you've got an awesome T-shirt, I like your band. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're wearing your Slaver T-shirt right Slayer. now. Slayer. Slayer. Sorry, it's blocking out the bottom part of the Y. Uh, oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, now... Uh, back to cosplaying at conventions, <laughs> actually. We easily get off track, uh, but you guys probably already know that. Uh, so, uh, Emily, tell us the character that you most commonly cosplay as. <laughs> um, well, I do a lot of cosplays. Well, a few, as you know, but uh, my my main cosplay would be the Team Fortress 2 Pyro. <laughs> yes. Yes, Will. You're getting excited there. Please explain yourself. Team Fortress 2 is a very fun game. Team yes. Fortress 2 is a class-based shooter made by Valve. Yes. And it's uh, free to play. It's free to play, yeah. The thing is, uh, the thing that I love about Team Fortress 2 is the cooperation that yes. your team has to go through. Because if your entire team is made up completely of snipers, you're not going to get anywhere. Unless, Unless the other team is also made completely of snipers. Then it'll be a pretty <laughs> close game. It, it would be a close game, uh, but it's still just going to be boring, uneventful, and yes. just simply bang, bang, bang. That's pretty much pub Call server. of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much... Uh, Call of Duty in a nutshell. Oh, no. Full of snipers. <laughs> just, yeah. But um, the thing... That, uh, oh, I just realised. I, I say but um, a lot. It sounds a lot like bottom. 
Bottom. Bottom. Uh. <laughs> I just made a... Well, Richard just made a word up. Yay, bottom. It means... But... It means... Um, it means bottom. Yeah, bottom so means bottom. What it means. Guys, tweet us in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag buttum. That's B-U-T-U-M. Are you sure that's the hashtag or are you just making that up? I'm making it up. Well, let's start the a new hashtag. The real hashtag that you should tweet into is hashtag Amplify SYN or at Amplify SYN. Have you played Team Fortress 2 and what is your favourite moment? That would be an interesting thing. What is your favourite moment in-game on Team Fortress 2, <laughs> Emily? Um, probably my favourite is when I'm kicking ass and doing really well. Oh. I think, I think yeah, that'd be a lot of people. It's... That's good, but like, I mean, have there any been any specific moments? Um, there's a lot to a lot to remember. I've played Team Fortress Two for a year and a half now. Maybe I'm a little bit new to the game as opposed to most players, but um, I think my favorite thing. My favourite uh, pastime in the game is getting all my friends together and just messing around, not taking the game seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. That's uh, actually fun in just it, any game. It's, it's fun when everyone does indeed want to mess around. Yeah, but just... So that that's the perfect thing that you could do on things like trade servers. Like, yeah. Yeah, tra- oh trade God. underscore, uh, like, capture the flag, blah. Oh so it's not an actual game where people are, co- are trying to compete but is instead just where you're just playing around aka free roman grand theft auto 5 <laughs> uh now emily uh we want to know more about this uh cosplaying thing uh could you let people know uh exactly what people do at things like conventions like what activities are there to do well, aside from cosplaying, there are often cosplay conventions. There are lots of booths uh, selling merchandise and snacks. Um, most conventions have artist booths for um, independent artists to promote themselves and draw pictures of fictional characters. Like and... deviant art in real life? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Except I'd imagine there's uh, a lot more filtering going on through there. Well, yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you'd be surprised, but yeah, the, generally it's PG. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and there are some amazing artists at cons. Oh, yeah. oh wow. I'd imagine that uh, because you, you would have to pay to get a booth at a convention, right? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. And because of that, you would only really find the popular artists because they're usually the ones that get most uh, commissions and stuff, wouldn't they? Um, I guess it depends. I'm not sure how much the fees usually are, mm. but I'm hoping they're low enough to support indie artists in the community because that's important. Yeah, L- just like uh, us supporting local music. Do, do you think that there are artists out there who go to conventions specifically for the fun of it and making people happy and don't really care about the fees and having to pay them off? Yes, I imagine that's a thing. I know that's the case for most cosplayers, so why not artists, even though they have to pay a fee for the booths? Mm, so they're not making a profit at all? Um, A lot of them do sell... Uh, most of them sell things, uh, prints yeah. and badges, etc. Obviously, the pay Handmade for the fees. Merchandise. And, um, and for their dinner as well. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Um, are you good at art at all? No, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> uh, so am I. Well, oh, that's, that's what I thought until I took a different... Uh, yes, Will? I was just about to say, you think you're bad. I can only draw stick figures. Those are the only type of humans I can draw are stick figures. And even that... Even that's still really bad. I can't draw humans at all. That's why I really love furry art, because it's usually... Exactly. <laughs> well, so who funny? doesn't? <laughs> Nothing. Who doesn't? Well, what's, what's funny about that? I just, I just think it's, it's just... Uh, Geeky. Interesting. Interesting. It's, it's Geeky, interesting. nerdy. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's mostly the fact that it's a fictional character and yeah. a fictional animal, so it can pretty much look uh, whatever way you want it to. Yeah. Is the thing, and usually in the furry community, we uh, usually make specific characters with their own little personalities, and then yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, but that's probably for a different show. At the moment, we're talking <laughs> about like actual um, <laughs> popular comic and television show conventions. Mm-hmm. So, what so far has been your favorite, like absolute cream of the crop favorite? costume ever that i've seen at a con yeah um oh there have been some incredible costumes i remember at a con a while ago there was someone who cosplayed groot oh and my god he had oh. he was on stilts and he had the full costume he, he looked phenomenal oh that is amazing i really i love to meet groot. that person Groot is awesome. I was so Who doesn't love Groot? I was so devastated at the end of that movie, but then like relieved. <laughs> oh, uh, poor, spoiler poor, alert. Poor Groot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything more no, about that. Please. There was a motivational Shia LaBeouf at 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 uh, a while back. Shia Shia LaBeouf. However Bam. you pronounce Shia it. Labo- uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I think, I think it's Shia LaBeouf, yeah. I loved his costume. He was great. I've seen a couple so, so far. So was it just like... Uh, it, it's hard to cosplay as an actual yeah. person, isn't it? It's quite difficult, yeah. I imagine. But then cosplaying as a fictional character, usually when it's like a different colour or a different species, is usually easier because of the fact that it's pretty much an extension to your body where... If you were to wear, like, a Shia LaBeouf ma- mask, then that would be kind of creepy, wouldn't it? It would be depends. Di- depends what the situation is. If yeah, you're at the- a con, then it won't be creepy. <laughs> but, you know, if you're in the middle of an alleyway at the 3 a.m. in the morning thing, yes, that would be <laughs> yeah, creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it would. Then it- it's, it's sort of just right in the uncanny valley. A lot of the viewers are probably, uh, after hearing uh, the beauty of conventions uh could you tell us um like a so, could you like list a, a few different geeky conventions uh in melbourne uh names of conventions yeah uh there's pax oz yeah that is PAX. generally held in melbourne yes uh pax is, australia and uh is i've i've heard that's mostly about gaming is uh, it? uh yes uh pax is a gaming convention and i believe it originated in the us but it's such a large it draws in such a large crowd that they have uh one on pretty much every main continent now yeah, that's awesome that's well, cool actually. is australia a continent or is it an island do you think i think it's actually a country it, it can be both. It's a, it's a country and... Well, a continent, continent. is usually a, a landmass that contains several countries. 
but then oh. Australia is a landmass that contains one country. But so would I'd, it be considered an island? I do believe we also qualify as a continent, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like it is. It is a really big by country. by size. It's probably considerable to be a continent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think... Yet it's only one country. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the the largest country in land is like Russia, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but back to <laughs> back to <laughs> cosplaying and conventions. So you said Pax Oz is a uh, gaming convention. Uh, are there any other different types of conventions? I know there's Comic Con. Uh, yes, there's Oz Comic Con, which is um, mostly around comics, but all sorts of pop culture is. Yeah, including there. things like. Uh, movies, um, te- uh, TV shows, web series as well, yeah. I believe. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of Homestucks. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, I've heard oh. great things about Homestuck. Same. Yeah. Same. I quite I've, enjoyed it, but I've, I've watched... Uh, I'm sorry. I can't say watched. It, it, it's almost interactive, isn't it? Like, uh, yeah. Uh, I think Homestuck by Andrew Hussey is um, kind of an interactive web comic yeah it's it's almost interactive but not inter like ah you 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 have to see it to understand yeah yeah it's really a new kind of media homestuck i I think is it's very good because it's it's really innovative yeah yeah it's like interactive but not interactive at the same time yeah (laughs) it draws in quite a cult fandom (laughs) <laughs> so uh, it's still quite obscure, though it has risen to a lot of uh, popularity on online, mostly. Yeah. So, um, are there any other types of conventions in Australia? Uh, there specifically are, Melbourne. There are anime and manga conventions. Um, there's AMC Expo, which I believe was formerly called Armageddon. AMC stands for Australian Movie and Comic Expo. Okay, so <laughs> so could you say say the full name of it again, please? Uh, AMC Expo, AMC Australian Expo. Movie and Comic Expo, ex- Exhibition, Exhibition, <laughs> yes, Exposition, Exib, <laughs> oh, Exo Suit, Exo, um, just just say Exo, <laughs> Exo. Uh, that reminds me of Call of Duty again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was the... Uh, was there another anime one that you were saying? Uh, yes, I think uh, recently a popular anime production company uh, announced that there would be a, a convention here in Melbourne or somewhere in the country that is uh, about anime. Um, there's Animaga, which is... Uh, Anime-centric, though. A lot of the anime conventions are a lot smaller than the pop culture ones, but, okay. yeah. Mm. Anime has a very large fa- fan base. Um, yeah. I've never understood the anime fan base. Like, <laughs> yes, I've got to admit, I like most animes. Most, meaning some of them not. It's just sort of another TV show or mm. another comic for me. I think... Uh, Anime is considered a separate genre because uh, Japanese culture has had a lot of influence on their, their media, obviously. So anime is considered separate to uh, Western cartoons and television, yeah. mm. which is why it's con- uh, the, fandom, the fans of anime are considered separate to just being fans of cartoons. 
Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, the the most recent anime I've seen was uh, The Wolf Children, and Will especially remembers this because oh, yes. Yes. I. I only saw like I only saw the start of it and one scene and then I I made the biggest mistake of leaving the television because it was a really sad part and, and then I you... couldn't sleep because I was just thinking how does that story end it, um, yes. and I was just so devastated I was crying because of how sad it was Oh, gosh. And it was stupid. I was thinking I'm so stupid because it's just a... It's just a Come on, people. Movie, I mean, you know? No, people cry over movies. Like, people can yeah. cry over movies. That's fine. Like, it's normal. And it wasn't even a true story. So. I think I being emotional over media is kind of the intended effect because people yeah. create these, these this, this art... These these mediums of art to uh, yeah. influence emotions in other people. But uh, yeah. what what ended up happening was I just could not live with myself, and like I called Will at the mid in the middle of the night I, saying Will, but like I'm I was sad. I was like still up. So oh, yeah, you you never sleep. <laughs> Sleepeth for the week. <laughs> in yeah. that case, I am very very weak. <laughs> but um, actually. I either sleep too much or too little. So yeah. I either have four uh, hours of sleep or 14 hours of sleep. Yeah. Um, back to the topic of the wolf children. I I was so sad that I could not live with myself without seeing the end of that movie. Hmm. And it had a sort of happy ending, uh, but... I think I'll have to leave that to you. So, The Wolf Children is yeah, a good movie, and I no recommend spoilers. it. Emily, uh, what is by far the best part about cosplaying and conventions? You might have to think about this. And <laughs> I'm going to keep the audience entertained while you think about it by simply monologuing about the fact that you're thinking about it right now and I'm giving you an opportunity <laughs> but to. What well, and this is the perfect opportunity <laughs> for you to stop. I think I can answer this okay, question. Okay, good, good, go, answer it. Obviously, it's a difficult one to answer. Cosplaying and attending conventions is so much fun. I have such a great time. But I think by far the most significant thing is the community. The community of cosplayers, of convention goers, all these people with similar interests who help each other out. And there are some incredibly talented people that work so hard on their cosplays. And you get to meet these kinds of people and you get to learn how to do stuff yourself. It's great. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I would love to go to a convention and I'm hoping that someday... Uh, oh, would Will? Uh, Will, would yeah. you join? Yeah, sure. Why not? I could bring you guys along with uh, the rest of my group. That would what? be awesome. That would be the coolest thing ever. I have a group that I would, would love... mostly do TF two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anything, I would probably cosplay as the scout because it's the easiest to cosplay as. <laughs> so and I would probably just grab two soda bottles and put it underneath a prop sort off shotgun. Yes. I will cosplay as the Will, which is just skinny jeans and a metal band t-shirt. And holding an energy drink as well. <laughs> Never forget the energy drink. Yes, energy drink prop. If or, well, even better, a, a real, real energy, energy drink. drink. Yeah. Or just have, like, a bunch of energy drinks in your backpack, like, well, uh, like the real Will does. Yeah. yeah. 
what have you done with the real will? Well, it is nearing the end of the show, and uh, I hope that you've enjoyed. Uh, Please uh, give a round of digital applause (laughs) for Emily for joining us. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.